this reading from John's Gospel. It's one of the hardest Gospels for me to preach because there's so much in them. It's so rich. But let's just focus on a couple things. What first struck me is the message that Martha and Mary sent to Jesus about Lazarus. Lord, he whom you love is sick. This is a profound truth about every disciple of Jesus. This is the heart of Jesus toward you and I. The way he looks at us every single moment of every single day. The one whom you love is sick. The disciples of Jesus are the ones whom Jesus loves. And that never changes. The sun may hide itself behind the clouds, but this truth is never darkened in our life. I can wake up in the morning and it can be a cloudy day, but I can jump out of that bed because I am one whom Jesus loves. And that love in today's gospel manifests itself in two wonderful ways. First of all, it says, Jesus wept. And they said when they saw Jesus weeping, look at how much Jesus loved Lazarus. What this means for every single disciple of Jesus is that God is with me in my grief. In every single experience of loss of a loved one. And as I go through that painful experience, which often results in tears, this is unbelievable that God is with me in my grief that God wants to walk with me and even more beautiful, that his tears, the tears of God, are mingling with my own tears. God weeps with us. And to understand the sadness of God, perhaps that passage from the Book of Wisdom gives us a little indication where it says, God did not make death. In fact, it says, and God does not take delight in the death of the living. For God made man to be immortal, it says, in the image of his own eternity. Death was never meant to happen. This tragic separation between us and our loved ones 
We were never meant to know this experience. And then it says at the end, but death entered the world through the envy of the devil, through that abuse of angelic and human freedom, we know that death is an effect of sin. That sin that separated our first parents from God, the source of life, that spiritual death, that break with their relationship with God extended itself to the body. But these tears on the cheek of Jesus, because he knows what he is about to do, are glistening with a light filled with hope that is about to break upon the world. Because Jesus brings to our experience of loss something far greater than the consolation of his presence. He brings to this experience of loss and to the human experience of our certainty of death something unbelievably wonderful. It would be hard to imagine what those disciples experienced when they saw Lazarus, who had been dead for four days, when they saw him walking out of that tomb, like when they were on the sea and the storm was tossing their boat all around, and Jesus stood up and he said, Be still, and the wind and the sea obeyed him. And they said, Who is this man? Who is this man who has authority over the wind and the sea? And you can imagine when they see Lazarus walking out of that tomb, they're going, who is he? He even has authority over life and death. And all of these miracles point so clearly to the faith of Martha. You are the Christ, the son of the living God. And as God, he has power over death. What strikes me, I don't know if you ever think about this. I think I think too much sometimes. But Lazarus, like the son of the widow of Nain, like the daughter of Jairus, whom Jesus also raised from the dead, they would have to go through that experience a second time because their resurrection was not yet like the resurrection of Jesus. And sometimes I wonder, you know, what that experience was like for Lazarus the second time through. If he was maybe tempted to say to his two sisters, why didn't you just leave me alone? Going through it once is bad enough. Why didn't you just leave me alone? Who knows? Who knows what that was like? 
But Lazarus is a sacrament that reveals the divinity of Christ and his victory over death. It's a foreshadowing of Jesus' own resurrection. And so that you and I could know this gift that is proclaimed at every funeral mass, that beautiful prayer where it says that those saddened by the certainty of dying might be consoled by the gift of immortality to come, that you and I would know that gift. This is why Jesus came to perform another resurrection, the resurrection of the heart that is dead through sin. St. Paul said that the wages of sin is death. And this is what sin brings into my life. It brings death. And this is what is so wonderful about being a disciple of Jesus, about the gift of faith that allows Jesus to enter into my life and to conquer the cause of death, which is sin and to overcome that sin in my life so that you and I can say with St. Paul what he said to those Corinthians, O oh, death, where is your sting? O oh, death, where is your victory? The sting of death is sin, but thanks be to God through our Lord Jesus Christ who has obtained for us the victory. This is why the church continually urges us to live lives of repentance and conversion. So often encouraging us to make frequent use of the sacrament of confession. That sacrament is a sacrament of, of uh, resurrection where a person who may have fallen into a sin a mortal sin that leads to death can be resuscitated and raised up again to new life in Christ. And because faith opens me to the new life of Jesus Christ and the power of his spirit, this brings with it the promise that one day I will be raised from the dead. And we celebrate this promise in every single Eucharist. Whoever eats my flesh and drinks my blood has eternal life, and I will raise them up on the last day. My dear friends, this is why in two weeks, yes, we are going to celebrate Easter, and we are going to fill this church with alleluias. And I don't care how bad or good you are of a singer, this church, all those sitting down at Lucky's should be able to hear these alleluias in two weeks. This is amazing. This is the difference that Jesus makes. 
This is why I want to live and die as a disciple of Jesus. Because if I am connected to Jesus, I'm connected to life and the promise of eternal life with God. So my dear friends, let us celebrate this gift and let us rejoice of this gift that is possible thanks to Jesus. Amen?